0: This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm here on the Living Arts of Tulsa podcast today, and I'm very joyous and very grateful to have the opportunity to be visiting with Claire Collins. Claire, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate this.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. What I thought I would do is start out, uh, it would be very interesting to hear anything that you might share. If I understand correctly, you have a spoken word event tomorrow night, uh, which would I believe be, unless I'm mistaken, is that uh, the... I'm sorry, the 4th of the 5th. Sorry, I should have done my homework. But
1: Tomorrow is the 4th. Yes. Yeah,
0: sorry. <laughs> You're
1: fine. I was curious myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and Friday night. So, yeah, I thought what I would do is really just basically open up some space for you. Anything that you might want to share about the event, uh, just anything in particular. Uh, very. Be very glad to hear about that.
1: Yeah, we have, um, at Living Arts, we have our open mic poetry night from 7 to 8. So, tomorrow is also... First Friday, so we yeah. have the the art crawl downtown. So anyone is welcome to come on by from seven to eight at Living Arts, and you know, share any poetry, any um, stand up comedy, anything like that. We will have about an hour with about a five minute time slot for each performer for the open mic. So come oh, on out, good. let us hear some some spoken word or um, any type, really any type of stand-up or spoken word, any type of that performing arts um, part of, of sharing and expressing yourself. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things I've always loved about open mics is that you just, you never necessarily know until, you know, it's, it's, it's always felt very in the moment to me that you never really know what's going to happen until it happens.
1: Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, and then what I thought I would do, if it would be okay with you, I would uh, would love to hear anything that you might share about how you got started with this art form, and just anything that you might share as far as your experiences and and your own yeah yeah.
1: yeah I um I got started when I was pretty young. I was about fourteen, and um, I was doing poetry outside of Seattle in Bellingham, is where oh, I wow. did my first um, slam poetry contest back in the day, and I absolutely fell in love with it. It was such a, as a teenager, it was a great outlet for me. Um, And when I came back to Tulsa, I started uh, performing at Living Arts. I think I performed at and won one of their first slams when I was 15. Hmm. Um, Back when Steve Liggett was the Living Arts, was the director at Living Arts. And I was actually the youngest person ever on one of the boards at living arts
0: wow wow mm-hmm. so
1: i i started out on the spoken word committee at living arts when i was i think 15 or 16 um and that's when i've curated around the time i curated my first show and really like i had a lot of support from tony b and the community and a lot of other you know older artists and poets there weren't a lot of people my age you know in the in that world um, at the time you know so it was also kind of i was somewhat isolated i felt like uh, but being able to have like older people and older poets and being able to have you know the open mic the slam events that type of stuff was really priceless i'll say for me as a young adult and then um you know, kind of growing up and having having that experience and that support network and also, you know, just the exposure to so many different things that Living Arts was doing at the time um, was really important for me in my evolution as a person, you know, not just as an artist, but like as a as a human being, so.
0: Yeah, and I was going to ask too, just I, I got I got the sense you were talking a little bit about the community around this. And I, mm-hmm. of course, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I thought it would be very interesting to hear just anything you might share in terms of what, you know, what it's been like to be a part of that spoken word community or just, you know, the, the specific community that you're a part of and uh, anything you might share about that.
1: Yeah. Um Tony B. Um, has kind of been the, the cornerstone of that community in Tulsa for a while. And he, to this day, will tell people I'm his, I'm his daughter. I'm his, I love his it. daughter in poetry and, um, you know, that was, that's always been really special and kind of our, our joke, um, that, you know, I'm, I'm his daughter, but he has been a, a father figure of sorts for me, um, growing up and also, you know, Steve at the time as well and, uh, Fatodi M. you know, there's plenty of other poets that really helped to mold me, um, but also kind of just welcomed me into the fold. I think that, um, it's been such a supportive environment. I, I moved to Atlanta in 2017, and I moved back to Tulsa a year ago. So I was there for three or four years, and I think I got kind of kind of spoiled with how supportive and uplifting everyone here is. Um, it wasn't the same experience there. You know, it was more competitive, and, um, you know, I, I really like that sense of community here. You know, if, if one of us wins, we all win. Like, that's yeah. very much... The sentiment here, we're all in this together. There's more of that familial responsibility to each other. And so, going to Atlanta and the poetry community there being very different, very competitive, um, was like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is not what I'm used to, you know? Um, yeah. So, I've, I'm happy to be back home. I'm happy to be, again, just welcomed back into the fold.
0: Um, yeah. Very cool. And if I could ask you too, just in terms of, you know, what it's been like for you to return to Tulsa, just anything. And I didn't know if there's anything that you have experienced that is, that is different, uh, you know, during, you know, now, you know, versus when you were here before and just anything that you might speak of. uh, Yeah. What it's been like for you.
1: Yeah. Down, downtown is different. You know, back in the day, it wasn't, you know, quite as, as booming. Um, I remember one of our poetry slams at the old living arts location. Um, I believe off, is it Elgin? Um, It'd be Frankfurt. That sounds right, yeah. Yeah, the the tiny Living Arts location. um, I hosted the Poetry Slam one year and the electricity went out. It was in April. I think there was like a storm Um, and the electricity went out and we decided that we would go out and finish the Poetry Slam in the alley. And there was no electricity, but someone parked their car in front of the alley and they turn their headlights on so we could at least have have lighting
0: wow for I the love event.
1: <laughs> and we still you know like we still did it but that was like you know there wasn't there wasn't much else like out there you know there wasn't a whole lot of traffic and so coming back it feels very much like you know everything you've moved all the furniture in the house three inches to the left you know
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very subtle, but sometimes also very powerful, right? Just, you know, just those yeah. subtle changes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And then I would thought I would ask too, uh, just anything you might share just about your, uh, your own perspective, you know, in terms of your, uh, you know, creating or writing poetry, uh, just your artistic perspective and your process and just anything there again, it's, you know, just what, what if there's anything that's uh, that you're moved to share about that, just to get a sense of what, uh, of what uh, uh, inspires you, so to speak, or what moves you.
1: Yeah. I, I am inspired by the small things, um, the things that like you, you know, we don't usually notice, um, the, the things that we don't often take the time to notice, um, that, you know, it's, it is kind of meditative in a way for me, like I, um, instances that I feel I would say lucky enough to notice, you know, there's a quiet moment in the middle of the day and you're sitting on the front porch and there's two birds flirting in the middle of the street you know that's that's a poem right there yeah Yeah. um I think poetry um has has a lot of you know therapeutic um properties but also I, I think the the performance aspect of it as well um as far as slam poetry um you know that kind of I I, I'm also an actor, so I love the idea of performing poetry. Um, but there is poetry that is meant to be um, I would say meant to be read on paper and poetry that's meant to be performed. I think there's um always been kind of a a distinction or a tension between those types of poetry. And I'd like to think that I, you know, um I practice both, you know. Yeah. Uh, people usually know me for my my performance, but uh, I I practice both and um, you know, there's the scholarly schools of poetry and different schools of thought, and I've I've always kind of had my my feet in both in both sides. Working as uh, for many years, I worked as a teaching artist um, in high schools throughout Tulsa. You know, when we had funding for those things.
0: Oh yeah, uh, yeah.
1: And uh, that was always really wonderful to see, and and very kind of um, for me, it was very full circle as a teen and someone who was bullied and poetry was very much this outlet for me um, to go and be who I needed when I was younger, you know, to be able to be in classrooms and um, work with kids and expressing themselves through poetry and performance. Um, And then also, I think the inspiration um, to just inspire other people, right? Um, To inspire other people to really live their lives and to notice those things that we don't usually notice.
0: Yeah. 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 I love that. Thank you. And then, and then as we're coming to a conclusion, it sounds, I get, I definitely get the sense that, uh, and it comes through really strongly that, you know, that you've been a, uh, a formative part of living arts over the years and that, that it's mm-hmm. vice versa. Uh, and so I would, I thought what I would ask you is just, you know, anything that you might share in terms of what living arts means to you personally, or, you know, speaking your heart about that, if you, if you'd like to know yeah. expectations, but
1: I, I think living arts, um, as an organization, you know, I think they're, they've always been, you know, let's, let's be on the, I, I'll, I'll say the bleeding edge of, of art and art forms and contemporary art. And I will say that they foster and nurture exploratory things, right? Yeah. Uh, the show on the 19th is lyrics and laughter and it's stand-up comedians and poets. Mm. I've always, um, I've always joked that poets are kind of the stand-up comedians of literature, right? Ah, um, yeah, I
0: love that. Yeah, and
1: and so I think you know the world is a is a heavy place right now, and we need some some levity. Um, and so I, I just feel like living arts it, in who they are as an organization kind of fosters that room for you know most ideas that I would propose to the committee have always been like, oh yeah, let's do it, let's let's live on the the edge of of art, let's try things that you know, haven't been tried before, or we don't see very often. Um, so I, I, think that that's helped me push myself as, as an artist and, um, coming up with, with different things and being on the, the edge of, um, you know, what's, what's innovative, what's resourceful, what's really, um, experimental. I think they've always been that and they still are
0: very much so. Wow. Well, thank you so much. I'm just, I'm so appreciative that you've taken this time just to, you know, to share about your event and and about your artistic work and and what you're doing. And I'll be definitely be glad to share this, uh, you know, in advance of the event. And uh, if there's any information that you feel like would be good, uh, I can definitely include that with this so that if people want to learn more about that or direct, you know, or could be, they could be directed to the Living Arts website, whatever you prefer. Uh, Very happy to share that with folks.
1: Thank you. Yes. I'll send you a link for where you can buy tickets and uh, the flyer as well. I, I appreciate you taking the time for me today. Oh,
0: definitely. Absolutely. It was great to meet you. Thank you.
1: Nice to meet you. Thank you. Certainly.